more brown? Maybe. Yeah, hers was a bit more maroon. It's excellent. It's a Volvo 240DL. I was just about to say, what's that rattling in here? But no, no. It's, it's the, the Volvo. Volvo humming listen, along. Listen to that. It's like a little bumblebee. I love those headrests. Yeah, we had those too. It's so nice and square and boxy, eh? He's out running me. It's like the little Nash Rambler. Beep, beep. Cool. Anyway, we've been to Heart Lake today. Yeah, and it's more excellent than I remember. And we've discovered that it's in the region of Brampton. Yes. We were having a debate and then it was actually on the sign. Yes. Jamie was smart enough to say, look for a bus. And I thought, oh, that's clever. And then what wasn't so clever is that we were sat in the car park having our little picnic snack. And there was a sign right in front of us that said Brampton right on it. So we could have just gone for that. But we didn't. You win some, you lose some. All fine. Um, So we went to Heart Lake with one or two intentions. But one of the main intentions was to find a purple mushroom. Purple wood bluets? I believe so. And we didn't. Um, It's so dry. Yeah, it's weird. It's weirdly dry, in fact. The whole Um, little creek was dry as a bone, wasn't it? Yeah. There's a little river that runs between one lake and another, and it was dry, which I've never seen. Not that I've been loads of times, but I've definitely been there when it's been a flowing torrent. Nothing. But the Greater Toronto Conservation Authority have done a bit of trail work, and I think we both agreed they've done a good job of opening up some new trails or rebuilding some old trails. I would say even better than good. I would say they did a superb job. Nice and flowy, you said as well. I would say. I mean, it's been a little while for me since I've done anything flowy that I would use that describing word. Um, but Sorry, today, the guy in the Volvo, his shirt is the same age as his car. And he had a great mustache, <laughs> too. And haircut. Anyway. All um, around, he was cool. So yeah, flowy trails, they built them properly, they used the land well. Uh, the only disappointing thing for me was there's a bit of bit more litter than I like on my trails. I did notice some too. I don't understand why you go to Tim Hortons, buy a coffee, go in the woods and then throw your cup into the undergrowth. I saw a whole like packed paper bags stuffed and then ditched. I just, I don't understand the logic, the the what, what's going on in your brain. I don't. Anyway. Never um, mind. Trash-free trails, I say, and I'm going to keep tagging Tim Horton. So what I do is keep, every time I see one, I take a picture and then tag it in their social media, which really annoys them, so... Do you really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Oh, I'm always up to some... You are ...vigilante vision. Something. Um, I tag it with comments like, thanks, Tim Hortons. <laughs> um, How I've, polite are you? I've given them the opportunity to fund some litter picking. Good job. And they have yet to come back to me, so... Well, I bet you one of these days they will, based and knowing our, you... Based on our small listeners, number of listeners, I guess we're not going to take over the world yet. But when we get to more listeners, 
let's start lobbying Tim Hortons and Starbucks to pick up their litter. Yes. That's my little rant. Anyway, we went to Heart Lake, and as I would normally say, there are a fair amount of green trails. There are a good amount of blue trails and one or two blacks, and it's it's fairly easy, like all the blues you can easily get off of the blue onto some greens. Um, and it's clear where you need to go, well built, you can trust the trails, there's nothing particularly scary. Uh, there's the odd narrow bit, but it's a good place to go and ride, I think. I would agree, uh, definitely. It's such a mix as well, isn't it? You're by the lake and you can be by the little river when it's flowing. Uh, you can be in pine trees, then there's like a meadowland with apple trees and pear trees. Well, there's no shortage of apple trees in there, let me tell you. Wowzers, at this time of year, you are rolling over them and smelling them and seeing them left, right and center. Which yep. makes me quite content. Uh, it was, yeah, it's good. And then there's a lake and there's lily pads and then there's a marsh area. It's kind of got a lot going on. It and really does. Like, I'm even just thinking about a couple of times we turned this corner or went that way. And all of a sudden we were like, yeah, in this super dark uh, pine forest. Remember I even said, whoa, that got dark quick. Yeah, that was funny, wasn't it? But... Just to say that the um, the forest can just rapidly change, uh, so it's quite interesting, I think. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's yeah, it's good. And there are a lot of people there today. There's like barbecue picnic areas and one thing and another, which is probably worth checking out if you want to take you know go and do a family afternoon and end it with a little barbecue or a picnic. But um, even though there was a lot of people. Everybody was pretty polite and got out of the way. There was no fuss. There was a few other mountain bikers. I mean, it was generally a good experience, I would say. Yeah, like you said, it was un. I've often seen a couple other, um, uh, how do you call them, mountain bike ra- or bike racks on the yeah. back of cars in the car park. But I don't think we've ever witnessed any other riders out there with us. But today we did see a few. Yeah. And they were super friendly too. They were. And... I think in the end we did eight miles and we probably did um, we did eight miles and I would say out of the eight miles the only trail we did twice was the little concrete one out back. Right. Everything else we did uh, was new trail all the time I think. Yeah that was cool. Because sometimes you have to lean back on yourself don't you but we didn't have to do that at all today. It was no, and we and I would say we rode 80% of it there was still another couple of trails we didn't we didn't end up on for various reasons so yes I would say yeah so good place to visit good parking so we park in the um, the car park near the petrol station which I will send the link for which is free I don't mind paying to park generally but yeah for whatever reason I parked in this place previously it's just easier to get in and out of and it's a bit quieter it is a little bit quieter, just a small car park. Yeah, and you can kind of set up your bike and do whatever you're doing. It's yeah, easy to, and then easy to find again when you come out as well. So, um, so that was that. And you get to go under a cool little underpass, underpass tunnel. 
which be careful turning in and out of. Uh, there's a sharp bend right after it, and you know, people do come whipping around the corner. There was a very enthusiastic teenager coming the other way on his mountain bike. Who, what did you say? I'm not sure if he knew how to. I don't think he knew how his brakes. I think he, I don't know what he did, but he would like went for his brakes, and then I saw him kind of his front dips and his back wheel went up in the air as he went over the bars, and then nearly careered into you I think after that so well they was, were nice enough he was generally having a bad time and I did say I also had to take some responsibility as I was like in la la land looking for mushrooms not paying full attention to the corner that I just warned everyone else of I was paying attention and I did see him but I wrongly assumed he was going to stop <laughs> he, just, he like, just panicked which was it amused me. He had a big smile on his face. So yeah, I guess that's, that's all that matters. What I meant. They seemed pretty jolly. Um, so yeah, and then you found a few things. I well, I just wanted to actually talk about my ride today because I actually had a proper ride. Kind of, sorta. I mean, more of a proper. I had about the most. A, a rock, a 
log roll you didn't do because it was the wrong way going up. I think that was the only thing that really threw you from there. Everything else you were kind of alright. Yeah, and that was at the beginning too. Like, I think towards the end of our ride today, I might have attempted it because I was a little bit learning how to put my foot down on an uphill if I needed to. Prior yeah. to that log roll, I still wasn't sure if I could do that. So You're sort of practicing because of the injury you've had, trying to get your pedals level a bit more, I think, I was your sort of... Yeah, like at the beginning of a ride, I wouldn't attempt that, but halfway through or towards the end of a ride, when I've, you know, warmed up a bit and gotten a little more confidence, um, I was starting to push the boundaries of, like, pedals flat or, or even putting my right foot, my injured leg, down. Because yeah. I'm doing every downhill at the moment. I am left foot down, left foot down, and kind of all my weight on that, and just like protecting my other leg, really. Um, so I just, you know, slowly trying a few new things. Yeah, I think you're doing well. I think you're, um, you did well today, and I think hopefully as your physio progresses and you get the boot off, and you know, one thing and another, you'll be able to. Um, do a bit more. I think I unlike a lot of things, I mean I know the weight bearing is the trendy term, but I think it's not so much about the mobility for the riding, it's about being able to stand your body weight on your leg, isn't it? And then then you can start to get your pedals level and put your body weight where it probably where you want to put it rather than being a bit off. Like you said, going downhill, you tend to put a lot of your weight on your left leg. Right? Yes. I guess the next step is as you're able to put more weight on it, then you start to bring your pedals to level. Yeah, I think I'm still going to be, even though I get to be rid of the boot as of tomorrow, uh, I still wouldn't, I don't know, but I wouldn't doubt if I'm going to be still putting the boot back on to ride for the yeah. next little bit. Well, I think looking after it is important. Yeah. Um, I mean, just because the pedal moves and rotates, right? If my foot wasn't in the right place, if the pedal's under my heel, it's okay. But if the pedal should, my foot should slip or slide and the pedal went under my toe and cranked it back up again, I could be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So, I would say that doesn't need to be on there. But... Um, so what mushrooms did you lure me to purple, purple, sorry. <laughs> purple Heart Lake. Purple Heart Lake. Isn't Purple Heart what you get for, like, saving people in the battlefield or something? I don't know. What I, lake did you lure me so to it's Heart, today? Heart Lake is mushrooms. the area. I'll put the link in. We found these purple mushrooms there last time, uh, last year, same sort of time. But as we said, because the river's dry, I think it's been much drier. There's been a lot less rain. So I just wonder if it's quite the right environment for them. I knew they were elm oysters because we'd found those previously. But when I say I know there's elm oysters, I know there's one tree where two grow. And guess what? There was one tree with two on it. The same tree you Same tree, yeah. And Uh, you had just said it, and boom, there they were. Yeah, so we yeah we found two elm oysters, and then prior to that, on one of the other trails that I know reasonably well, we found some 
See, we found some older oysters, but we didn't, did we? They were something else. No, they were something else that you need to still get to the bottom of that. Tasted uh, foul. Tasted, delicious. you said bitter, but had a pleasant smell. They were a shelf-like polypore of some sort. So, it was yesterday I found the, uh, or we found the other oysters. So, no, so we we found two elm oysters that we're going to eat later. No sign of any purple mushrooms. And in fact, where all the mushrooms were in the wooded area, which is on the top of the hill, there were no mushrooms, were there? No, but I think that you're right that it's just been too darn dry. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll try, we might try again or find ourselves there in another week or two. We'll, we'll see. And Jessica's on a, a, a mission for apples because have a plan to... Well, they are just so delicious. I mean, we have maybe had a bad couple of rounds of supermarket apples. Uh, and, yeah, I've been recently... They're starting to come out here in southern Ontario. So we've I picked a, a good whack a week or two ago. And they're so superior and delicious. So... We did enjoy a good stop and a few apples in the woods today, which I just thought was such a treat. I would agree. Uh, the Yeah, and on the apple thing, the sad thing about the apples today is they're too high up. Like, I, they're right at the top of the tree. Unless you're an apple vulture, you can't get there. Or a monkey. Or a monkey. Um, yeah, you... When I was a kid, we used to have these poles with like a wire noose on it and a net. That's what we definitely need, a telescopic that apple picker. That would be excellent. That would be sweet. Yeah. Uh, I think they're tele- I think they, I mean, I'm not, I'm half joking, but I wonder if next year we should invest in one. Because I think they're telescopic, as in they're, um, they slot together. Yeah. So, and then you can put it all together when you get in the bush and happy days. Yeah, compact, compactable. In fact, I wonder if we get some trail building tools, maybe we can get the telescopic handle and then we just have to buy the little fitting for the end. That well, would can be we ideal. not make one? An apple thing? Yeah. Probably. Well, that's an adventure for another day. But if we had one of those, we might you, we'd then need a massive like bike trailer because you would have filled up every... I would. I generally fill my backpack. But the apples at the top of the tree were full-size, proper yeah. red apples that didn't look diseased because they'd been sat in the top of the tree with no bugs. So. Well, hold up a second now on those looking diseased. Don't be fooled <laughs> by appearances, my friends. Um, I started to munch into even the spots that looked like there was uh, a big blemish or even a hole and you know as I bit sort of halfway into it and beside it it's just on the surface that it that very often they're just blemished on the surface on the skin there's no bug or anything creepy crawly crawled into it's almost like a watermark or something yeah stain so even if they look a little bit um you know, unappealing or lit- like riddled with something, crack one of those babies open and actually investigate because my experience lately has been not for truth. 
Also, even if they have blemished skin or they do have the odd brown spot inside, i.e. there's a worm or something, you can cut it out and still cook them and make a decent apple pie. You just, just don't eat the bug, that's all. I mean, and even then, an apple grub isn't going to hurt you, so... No. Um, they are just... That is just all to say that we're finding these apples um, have been far superior in taste to the ones that we've recently had. Um, so, yeah, we're stockpiling a little bit. A little bit. So, anything else you want to add? We didn't do an ice cream stop today because we didn't... Because there isn't really any around there, I don't think. Um... It's pretty close heart late to the city. If you were to do it early in the morning, it's kind of 25 minutes from the centre. Wow. Uh, it took 40 and that was with traffic. You do have to negotiate your way around the airport, probably, yes. which is not pleasant. But It's stressful. Um, but it's close. Uh, it's not... Unlike some places I go that's close, that are close to the airport, it's not the quietest place. It's not the place. It's not the aeroplanes. It's the road noise I notice is a bit. I louder. noticed a few times as well. But it's not. A drag. Yeah, but it's, um, it's apart not. from the noise, you could be in the middle of anywhere, nowhere. And the, to be fair, the noise isn't all throughout. It's just in a few sections. You you might notice it for sure. Yeah. Um, but not uh, not necessarily. You know, everywhere that you are in the bush, you can hear the road. Certainly not. Um, oh, one more thing I will just mention about that place, because we did stop to uh, spectate a little bit, is that they do offer zip lining. <laughs> and I believe there's also, like, fishing on that lake. They probably rent out some other water. Um, I don't know if it's canoes or kayaks. I'm not certain about that, but there's a little... They do. There's a little place there where they do rent kayaks, and I think they rent the little fishing things as well. If that's your, that's how you want to spend your time. Well, um, pro anglers out there, <laughs> never know. But I think they rent the little boats. I think you can rent the canoes, like you said. Then there's the zip lining. They've they've done a good job. There's a little kids pool. Didn't see a cafe anywhere. That's the only thing. Nope. Lots of toilets and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, Anything else that we needed to add? Until next time. Get lost. <laughs>